My name is Luna Casey, and welcome to the New England Ghost Stories podcast, where every other week we will explore the legends, myths, and tales of hauntings in and around New England. Whether you are a believer of things that go bump in the night or not, we hope you enjoy these chilling tales of the supernatural. As we go through our own pandemic, it may be appropriate to visit the granddaddy of all pandemics, the Spanish flu outbreak that raged from March 1918 to spring of 1919 in three separate waves. Over 100 years ago, the 1918 pandemic of the Spanish flu killed at least 50 million people worldwide. At the time of the Spanish flu, there was no vaccine to protect against it, no antiviral drugs to treat the virus, and no ventilators. The only ways to control the spread of the disease were the same as with the coronavirus today. Isolation, quarantine, hand washing, disinfectants, and limited public gatherings. An estimated 500 million people, or one-third of the world's population, became infected with this virus, with at least 50 million deaths worldwide. About 675,000 of those occurred in the U.S. alone. Mortality was high in people younger than 5 years old, 20 to 40 years old, and 65 years and older. The high mortality rate in healthy people, including those in the 20 to 40 year range, was a unique feature of this pandemic. It is believed to have killed as many as 10% of all young adults in the world. The disease moved quickly because of troop movement during World War I. On August 27, 1918, several sailors on Commonwealth Pier in Boston were reported to have the disease. Three days later, that number had risen to 58 cases. And 11 days later, on September 8th, the flu epidemic had made it to Fort Devens, 40 miles away. 50,000 soldiers were stationed at Fort Devens. Without enough beds, soldiers were lined up outside the hospital in the rain, while cots overflowing into hallways and onto porches. Doctors had to step over piles of corpses waiting for autopsy. By the end of September, more than 14,000 flu cases were reported at Fort Devens, resulting in 757 deaths. The bodies were interred in, at the two-acre military graveyard. As the flu spread through the areas nearby, many of their bodies were also brought here. In all, more than 14,000 men, women, and children were struck down by the Spanish flu. As you can imagine, with so much death and sadness, a lot of emotion, and maybe a few lost souls, 
were left behind. People have reported hearing the cries of pain near the old cemetery and seeing a shadowy figure walking amongst the headstones. Strange lights, eerie noises, and the sound of female wailing have all been reported. Do family members of those who died in the influenza epidemic still mourn? Fort Devens itself became a military training center and holds a museum. Strange lights and noises have been reported coming from some of the abandoned buildings on the property. People claim to also hear voices and full-out conversations coming from these buildings when there is no one else around. But Massachusetts was not the only state in New England to be ravaged by the Spanish flu epidemic. When we return, we'll see that Connecticut didn't fare much better. During these difficult times, services like Instacart are more important than ever. You'll find the products you love from stores like Aldi, CVS, and Big Y. Everything is hand-selected by shoppers, including the freshest produce, and it's delivered to your door in as fast as one hour, all while following the most recent safety standards. There has been no better time to give Instacart a try, and it's so easy to join. Just go to newenglandghoststories.com or our Facebook page, at New England Ghost Stories and click on the Instacart link to get started. And now, back to our story. After Massachusetts, Connecticut was the next worst-hit New England state. An estimated 9,000 men, women, and children in Connecticut, nearly 1% of the state's population, died during the flu epidemic of 1918. On September 11th, the first case of flu in Connecticut was reported in New London. By the third week of September, 600 to 700 influenza cases were reported. About half of those stricken were service personnel, many of whom were lodged in private homes. Within a week, the virus spread throughout the state. In Hartford, four Yale students walked into the hospital. They felt ill on the train to New Haven and decided to get off. 24 hours later, all four were dead. All over Connecticut, fairs, football games, and theater performances were canceled. In New Britain, private homes were opened to accept overflow cases from the New Britain Hospital. Hartford Hospital began using the Hartford Golf Club as an emergency hospital for flu patients, with only one physician and volunteers to provide nursing care. By the time the epidemic had passed in spring of 1919, one quarter of Connecticut's residents had fallen ill of influenza. 
Some of the people who passed away during the influenza pandemic may have been buried in Guntown Cemetery in Naugatuck. There is no one particular legend associated with this cemetery, which is over two centuries old. However, a lot of weird things seem to happen here. Some claim to hear ragtime-like music coming from the cemetery. Others have heard the sound of children's laughter when there are no children around. A man with a lantern leading a horse has been reported, as well as a mysterious black dog that simply vanishes. Others have seen a young boy playing by the back wall who also disappears. Is this the spirit of Joseph Crodell, who passed away in May of 1918 at the age of 11? The headstone doesn't say how he died, but the timing seems right for the epidemic. We do know that he was the son of William and Carolina Crodell, who eventually had 10 children. Two other Crodell children were also buried at Guntown Cemetery, August and Sophie. No dates were written on their headstone. Possibly they died in infancy. Even without a particular legend or tragedy surrounding the cemetery, Guntown seems to have ample paranormal activity to go around. Admittedly, we had quite a bit of difficulty finding any hauntings associated with the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918. The good news is that despite the large number of deaths, very few of their spirits seems to have been left behind. Thank you for listening to New England Ghost Stories. New episodes are added every other Thursday. This episode of New England Ghost Stories was written and produced by L.B. Kirkwood. Music by Vysislavs Dragunov. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to New England Ghost Stories on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at your favorite podcast directory. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star review. And if you have a story that you'd like to see covered in an upcoming podcast, please leave a comment on our website at newenglandghoststories.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Luna Casey. <laughs>